Sands is a proud sponsor of the Long Island Tea Podcast. With incomparable luxury, Sands leaves nothing to the imagination. To learn more, visit sandsnewyork.com. We are the Long Island Tea, where we spill the tea. It's true. Uh, We're from Long Island, so we say, how you doing? How you doing? I am doing. We're in the middle of the vines. Yes. Because it's Memorial Weekend. So it's kickoff. Like- We're here. It's summertime. Long Island Wine of the Week. I'm thankful for our hot teas. Yes. That's like such a Long Island thing. We're just talking about real life. Right. That's what we do. Welcome back to another episode of Long Island Tea, where we spill the tea on living your best Long Island life. I'm Kristen. And I'm Sharon. Welcome back. Yeah, we took a week off. Um, well, we didn't really take a week off. We took a week off from the pod because right, we were exactly. running around like crazy people. Mm-hmm. So it's good to be back, but um, just like buckle up for this episode buckle. because we have a jam-packed episode. We do. I mean, I we feel have, like, yeah. I feel like it is like that, you know, every episode we're like, Spilling so much tea. I know, but girl, this episode, uh, Alyssa and Michael have us like loaded up with. <laughs> we've got, we've got chocolates and drinks and events. I mean, it's crazy. We're gonna yeah, get I'm to excited. it. But first of all, we have to start every episode with how you doing? How you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm dead. Mm. It's good. It's a Halloween season, yeah. and I am just dead. Yes. I mean, I am literally. <laughs> R.I.P. Me. Mm. Okay. Because I'm done. Yeah. It's just been too crazy busy. Yeah. And um, it's it's so nuts. Is it always? Do I say this every October? I feel like, yeah. Is I, I'm starting like, I'm well, like no, deja vu. Well, no. We were talking about it the other day. You literally. It's been crazy. Garnered a lot more. Yeah. Things on your plate. I mean, when I was this year, here, I don't even remember the last episode we did. Had I been to Lake Placid? Yeah, I came yes. back, right? Because we went yes. to Adventureland. Lake Placid, Montauk, we did Adventureland. And then um, immediately then I went to, oh, and then Kenzie was in town. Right. That's what happened. Oh, and then you know what we did that night? Was it that night? Maybe the next night. We went to Carnival. Mm-hmm. I forget. It was delicious. Okay. And then the next night we went to Blaze. Yes, Pumpkin. love that. I had never been there. This is the third year. I think they're on Long Island. Right. And in Old Beth Page. Oh, spooky. And I had never been. Um, so I finally got to get my blaze on while Kenzie and Tegan were here and they were, they were amazing. It was amazing. I love that. It was really cool. Yeah, it, it is awesome. And they change it, every, change it up a little bit every year. They add more. Yeah. Take and some stuff we were away. all impressed. We were, and they have certain times that you go in. So it's very like crowd controlled. Yeah. I love that because um, then you really want to see the intricacy of the yeah. carved pumpkins. Like, it was great. And I would say for all ages, cause mm-hmm. there were some cute, like they have these little pumpkins that look like minions. Did they have a Barbie one this year? No, <gasps> I don't think surprised. so. No, but they had the minions and they have all these different displays. There's like butterflies and spiders. And they, I mean the creativity and they did an awesome job with uh, Bones Beach, uh, where they had the, so the Jones Beach and the boat. Statue of Liberty. Mm. And I mean, honestly, that you walk through all of these different scenes. I was so impressed. I think this year was like a carnival scene, too. Yes. New. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It was. And they have like the Hall of Fame. There was like, mm-hmm. did you see my Billy Joel one? Yes. It was hilarious. Dee Snyder. And Dee Snyder. I mean, it was amazing so there's fun stuff for the kids mm-hmm. and then there's it's a couple like you walk by the mansion that's kind of haunted mm-hmm. but it's not too scary right um but it's it's interesting enough for older kids and parents right. i really really was impressed with yeah, it i know I, I'm, i've been watching like your i saw your social and like i just i need to go it was really cool i highly recommend it was awesome and then then the next day we went out to the north fork i was like or maybe it was columbus day columbus day we went out to mm-hmm. the north fork um to do our like fall you know, I got, got some mums. <laughs> I got the most giant mums. No, and I know what you're going to ask. Did I dip them in a spackle bucket? I have not. First of all, they weigh, just getting them into my car. Right, right. 100 I got, pounds. I went but, crazy. I mean, they're, they're cheap out there. No, well, they, they are cheap out there. But For not that the ones size? I got. I guess that, yeah, I mean, I didn't think they were crazy expensive. I mean, they were, uh, they were like $25 each. Yeah, I don't think that's expensive. For as big as they are, right, I can barely exactly. lift them in my car. Um, but you know how it is when you go to the Christmas tree lot and mm-hmm. you like Griswold it and you get the, the tree that doesn't fit in the house. Yes. You like, that's what I do with the moms. Yeah, I do that too. Because when they're amongst all the other moms, I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh, let's get the biggest one. Right. And then you take it to the port. Like, this, and then you're you driving home and there's like bees 
flying around in your car. You and you're like, I put him on my front porch steps, and now you can pretty much not get into my oh house. Oh my gosh, they're like that's blocking so the entrance funny. To my house. But they're beautiful, mm-hmm. and they do have smaller ones that are definitely much more manageable. Right. But I got my mums, and we decorated the porch. We flipped the porch. It. Put a picture skeletons of it. out. Yep, skeletons out. Talks to us every day. Love mm-hmm. that guy. It's funny. And uh, it's on. We put a picture of it on uh, on our Instagram. Right. And I think our new TikTok, by the way, our new TikTok channel. I know. It's so awesome. So Long Island Tea. So it's on there. I can't remember where all the places. Maybe it was Twitter uh, or whatever it's called now X. But wherever Michael put, he put my porch out there. Um, and we got all the pictures of people's porches. Yeah, that was so cool. And we did a giveaway to Blaze. Yes. So our hot teas could go to Blaze. Um, we had some amazing porch and decor pictures, but we want to say uh, congratulations to Dr. Kelly Dwyer, yes. who was our winner. Congratulations. And thank you to Caitlin, Alyssa, Christine, Kimberly, Elsa, Alexandra, Gian, Megan, Stephanie, yeah. Molly. Oh, what is this one? Laz? Mm-hmm. Laz? Iris? Uh I, I can't read this. Tamara, Jennifer, Marissa, Deanna, Corn. I mean, a million people. Renee, Cheyenne, Claire, Megan, Reg, Reg, uh, Sandy, Lara. Karen. I mean, we had so many so entries. Many. It was awesome. And there's so more, too. I like, love I can't. seeing it. I love seeing your feedback. I it's love it. It's so fun. It's so funny. So I went to this uh, birthday party over the weekend and... You know, I've I've seen this person at this birthday party every year and like I just didn't put two and two together. And she's like, and what do you do again? And I was telling her and she's like, oh, my God, I follow you. I actually just won one of your giveaways. I'm like, that's so funny. (laughs) I love our giveaways. Um, And we're doing another one uh, today. We'll tell you about later. But um, and then the other thing we did when Kenzie was home uh, with Deegan, we had such a fun family weekend. We did. Like I said, Blaze, and then we did the North Fork, which we got our, you know, cider donuts, and we you went kept to the Tanger. bag open, right? Oh my God, here we go! <laughs> and it was, mm. and it was nice and busy, but not crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and went to Tanger Outlets. Oh, we did a little shopping. Did you do the food festival? I, no, that was the Deer Park one. We went to okay. the River Riverhead Riverhead Tanger Outlets because uh, it's r- right cl- right by the North, the North Fork. Fork. It's like five yeah. minutes away. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And uh, it was really great because I got a lot of Christmas ideas from awesome. the girls, Good. which is awesome. Good. I'm in that stage of life right now, yeah. uh, or the of the year, I should mm-hmm. say, where anything that they need, put it on Becomes your list. A Christmas list, yeah. Put it on your Christmas list mm-hmm. because now we're in. It's like we're in October. At the end of October, yeah. it's November. Um, don't ask me. It's like they that you need toothpaste. Put it on your list. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> anything like, don't ask oh, me for man, anything. And they're like, but I need it before Christmas. I need these shoes. Or the, uh, 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 uh. Nope. On your list. Yes. Because what happens then you get to Christmas and they're like, everybody's asking what, what do, what do the what kids do want? want? Yeah. And they can't think of anything. Yeah. Cause they get it all like two weeks. I'm like, I know I will buy you. I'm buying you nothing. Right. Don't put anything in the Amazon cart. Nothing. Right. On your list. Mm. So that was fun at the outlets. Also, what happened since our last episode? Someone won the Powerball. A multiple people, right? All I know it was, wasn't us. Right. But I think like five tickets of like thousands of dollars were sold on Long Island. Yeah. Well, it wasn't me. Yeah. Was it you? No. Any of those. I didn't, I didn't win anything. We missed out. Nothing. So I'm like, I'm trying to not to be too bitter about that. Um, but it, and then immediately I actually ended up sharing a car with Kinsey to the airport at 5 a.m. on the day after Columbus mm-hmm. Day to go to, I went to a conference and she went back to school. Well, super and smart to go around the same time. Yeah. yeah well, I booked it. I told her, I'm like, girl, this is what love looks like because instead of taking a direct flight to Little Rock, Arkansas, mm-hmm. I A, left at 5 a.m. to be able to take get, the, to, the get to the airport with mm-hmm. her. And I was like, normally I would be in the clear line, right? which she's not clear. So yes, I will wait. I mean, she's still TSA pre-check, thank God. But so, I mean, you got to draw a line somewhere. Okay. So we did TSA pre-check. I'm like, I'm waiting in this line with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking a connection. Mm. I'll take a connecting flight. That's love. That's love. And she's like, I I, I can understand. She was totally like, <laughs> I see it. Aww, 100%. Good. So uh, that's been fun. But it's. I came back from Little Rock. I literally flew back on a 6 a.m. flight. And you should have seen me because when uh, Ed and I were there together mm-hmm. at a conference for advocacy. And we, we both put the flight on, took the same flight. At, I think I had left it. We left at 5 a.m. for a 6 a.m. flight. And I, we were landing and going straight to the Long Island Association David Beckham luncheon. Right. So I'm wearing like this navy blue dress with my red stiletto heels mm-hmm. and my little red belt in Arkansas at 5 a.m. <laughs> <At> 5 a.m. <laughs> One of these things was like, you know, 
one of these things. Mm-hmm. I, what did she Situational say? Situational. I, I'm not, you don't blend. <laughs> <laughs> she said to my cousin, Benny, oh, you funny. blend. That's um, funny. I was like, one of these things, not like the other. So, yeah. and then, and then the Oyster Fest. Right. It's crazy. And then this week, which and this is week, budget. I feel like we haven't stopped. I haven't left your office today. It's just, it's, it's crazy. And we're having like such a fun fall committee, fun committee event tonight I'm excited. with the staff. Yeah. We're going on a sunset hayride. Yes. And some pumpkin, pumpkin and picking. Ya, and yeah, pink. And yeah, pink. You said it correctly. No, n- notice my pronunciation. Mm-hmm. I did not say yeah, pink. Yep. It was hard. Uh, we're going to yeah, pink and we're doing yeah a little wagon ride through the sunflowers and we're picking pumpkins. I love it. I can't wait. I know. Alyssa looks so cute. She's got her like red and black flannel. I know. Like, Michael's full. got a flannel on. You got Everybody's, I know. I didn't wear my flannel. No, you've got your Long Island wardrobe leopard. of leopard. <laughs> I got my <laughs> so leopard. So you're representing. Uh, Chris has his hoodie on. He's his on brand. Mm-hmm. He's on brand. Um, but we have so much fun stuff going on. So what? So Oh, you know what? What? Before... We're, we've been nominated. Oh. For Best of Long Island. Okay. Tell me more. Okay. So if two categories, actually. For Schneps Media, Best of Long Island. For the Long Island Tea Podcast, Best Podcast. Oh, my God. Really? Hello. Okay. So we've been nominated. I wonder who nominated us. I don't know. Our hot teas, obviously. Yeah, love it. Love and then it. also Discover Long Island for Best Web Digital Services. And the voting is every day until December 5th when they announce the winner. Okay. How do they vote? So you go to www.bestoflongisland.com and then search in category. So okay. and podcast. And what is the other one? Digital services? Digital. Yes. Ooh. Okay. You guys got to vote for us. Can you can vote what? Every day? Every day. <gasps> can you really? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I got to get on there and vote. We If we don't win Best Long Island Podcast... I'm going to lose it. I know. Same, actually. Hot teas. You got to get on Please rally. I know. You got to <laughs> get on that. Please help us. Um, but it was so funny. Like when we were at the Oyster Fest, mm-hmm. we had people going like, oh my gosh, I'm going to listen to you. Remember that guy? Yes. That was like, we were like, Big Mike. Big Mike. What's up? <laughs> he's a new follower. I know. I he's love like, it. I'm going to be a hot tea. Yeah. He's, like, he was okay, awesome. Okay. All right. Um, but it was so fun to yeah. go and meet people. But um, when I was traveling... And I was in Arkansas and I got to go to the Clinton Library, mm. the Clinton Presidential Library. Okay. It was really cool. All right. And um, got to tour the personal residences of the Ooh. Clintons, which is above the library. Wow. I know. That's it was a very VIP behind the scenes. Only a, only the board only got to go tour. Only a I love it. Yes. It was very, it was cool. That I is mean, cool. I'm not, you know, we travel all the time and I'm not usually that like wowed by something. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is, a, this is cool. Yeah. Um, when I was in Dallas for DI, I wanted to go to the um, JFK Museum. Yeah. And I didn't because it was closed on Tuesday. <sighs> it's like the only day I had free. <laughs> I know. I heard they had a purse museum there too. But what? I, I know. I didn't Ooh. go. I know. I was bummed. Um, but so many things were happening while I was gone because, you know, when you're traveling, what people don't realize is you're missing things. Mm-hmm. your family. So one of the things that was really funny that I thought I would share with the hot teas and it, we have a family chat. Mm-hmm. Our family Group does. Chat, yeah. And, and even Penelope in Chicago and Kenzie knows everybody's on it. Mm-hmm. And it's just hilarious. Like things that happen in our day. Yeah. And Thomas put a picture on the family chat while I was in Arkansas. And he's like, we got this really weird package from China today. I'm like, and it's all in Chinese. Okay. And it's like a little envelope. And we're like, oh my God. And it's like from Mr. Chu. I'm not even lying. CHU. Mr. Chu. Like, what is Mr. Chu sending? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, but it's from eight years ago. What? So it actually went to the previous owners, I guess. Um, but we didn't know. Like, so it's it was all post, It was like dated eight yeah, years ago? Yeah, it was ago? dated from 2015. What? To our house. So Tegan was still at school and everybody's like at, at college. And so Thomas is like, what do you think it is? And Tegan's like, definitely drugs. Wait till I get home to open it. <laughs> Don't open it till I get home. Oh my gosh. And he's like, I'm going to have Finnegan open it in the yard. Because we don't know what it is, right? So he's like, okay. So mm-hmm. then... It's like, okay, everyone's everyone's texting. Did you open it yet? What's what's happening? So he's like, okay. So he posts a video. Finnegan's in the yard with a knife. Like, we make Finnegan do everything. Like, Finnegan, kill Poor the Finn. spider. Finnegan, <laughs> open the weird package from China. Like, what's yeah. going on? So Finnegan opens it. And it was like the suspense was killing me. Everyone, like, we're all watching it, like, from yeah. around the country. And it was just this really weird random package of balloons. It had a big giant clown on it. And it was just balloons, I guess. For, and Tegan has this whole thing. It's probably for their going away party when they oh. moved because that's pretty much when we bought the house. Oh, funny. And they just never made it. Right. 
So That's I funny. told her, I'm like, Tegan, there's still hope for that sheen dress that you never got from however long ago. You yeah. Know, it'll show up in five years. Oh, my gosh. But isn't that crazy? That is crazy. So that was just a fun little, like, thing that random thing that happened while we were traveling. You should totally, like, blow them up for your Halloween. I'm not touching those. No. Those eight-year-old balloons. From, I just don't understand why they didn't. I don't know. I, I don't know the where they office? were. Like, I don't know crazy. where they were, but I thought that was really, we were, the, we were like, seriously, what's in that package? Yeah, it could be anything. Um, and then the other story that happened before we get to our taste of uh, Long Island, which mm-hmm. I'm really excited about, which I, Sharon, I kind of told you the story, but so, you know, when you're traveling and you're just, everything is happening, it's, you're trying to stay on top of work and what's happening at the conference and and it was the it was at the last day. I think it was the last day I was going to be there. I'd gone to bed around midnight, mm-hmm. plugged my phone in, and I woke up. I want to say at like six a.m. and I, I leaned over to tap my phone to see what time it was, and my phone was like dead, completely dead. So I'm like, oh my god, like it didn't didn't, it didn't charge. charge. So I figured my cord. You woke up. Yeah, exactly. Right? exactly. Well, I'm never sleep, you know. So yeah. I was like looking at my phone cord. Then I'm up and I'm like, my phone cord is dead. I'm plugging my phone cord in a million different places. And I can't tell, like, it's just nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. And, but it's kind of warm. It's kind of hot. I'm like, what? So thankfully, I, I don't know. I have no, when your phone dies, especially when you're on the road, it's like you just shut down. Mm-hmm. I think mentally, I have no idea what to do. Right. I can't do anything. Right. And I'm thinking, I can't get home. It's dead. I don't, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking a cord. I need a new cord. Right. So my first thing is, is luckily my watch has service on it, service, of its yeah. own, its own. So I'm on my watch and I'm like, the last person I texted was our friend, David Holder, because mm-hmm. we had gone to dinner that night before. So, and he was at the conference. So I'm like, Hey, can you bring a phone cord by my room? I'm like, I'm in room 429. And I'm trying to type all this out or like do it on the, you know, voice over. Yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, but I'm actually out for a run right now. So it'll be like half an hour. I'm like, <laughs> I immediately annoy you because the store of, isn't open yet right. of, the, of the hotel. So I'm like, OK, sure. And in the meantime, I'm freaking out. And I had seen this news report like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. OK, that the new way people are hacking people are they're going to like Verizon and T-Mobile and they're like acting like they're you and they're getting new phones under your account and they're getting like a SIM card. So I start to go down, like I start to spiral Mm -hmm. mentally while I'm waiting for my friend David to come drop me a cord. And so I'm like, the only app that works on my phone or my watch is my Starbucks app. And I happen to know that had like $53 Mm -hmm. on my Starbucks. So I look at my Starbucks app zero. I'm like, my bank accounts are all drained. (laughs) My Starbucks. (laughs) I'm literally, this is where I'm at mentally. I don't know how I'm going to live. I don't know how I'm going to get on a plane. I have no boarding pass. I have nothing. My, I have no, so I go to my computer. I can't, I can't access my bank accounts because I don't know my password. Right. My password is like whatever Auto saved. Yeah. So I, so I call Thomas. Mm-hmm. Okay. And 7am I'm like. From your watch. From my watch. And I'm like, my phone has been hacked. My bank accounts are being drained as we speak somewhere between midnight and 6 a.m. And he's like, good morning. What are you saying? What is happening with you? I'm like, I don't have a phone cord. David's trying to go. Oh, this whole thing. And he's like, I said, so can you just get into my bank account real quick? And I need you to just make sure that my bank accounts are not being drained. And he's like, sure. What's your password? I'm like, can you just figure that out? (laughs) Please. Can you figure that out in some way? I can't. I don't know my password. And I'm not. I cannot do it. And he was like, well, he goes, maybe have you tried to hard restart your phone? And I'm like, I'm my phone could not be, it's a dead as a doornail. Mm-hmm. It's literally a brick, okay? It's you don't understand. Someone has taken the SIM card out of it. That's <laughs> what I'm telling him. And he's like, okay, well what he's like, what what level of phone do you have again? Is it I which 14? And I'm like Same phone. One more time. I, I was like, I was like, stop focusing on the phone and get into my bank account. You are focusing. You need to hack into my bank account right now. I, I'm like, you've, Cause you it's immediately his fault. Yes. I'm like, stop. <laughs> if you say phone one oh more time, I'm going to lose my mind because you're focusing on the wrong thing. Oh my God. I could not, he goes, okay. And then he is like doing his Google thing. And he goes, can I just ask you to do one thing without you getting too upset? Okay. So please don't get mad. He's like, don't get upset, but just try this, please. Just, I'm like, I was so angry. I was angry like level 10 level 10 he's like hit the up on the volume hit up down quickly and then on the other one on the other side click it and just hold it mm. and i'm like i've just and i did it real quick he's like no 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 let's up down and then hold it and keep holding it. i'm like i just did this <laughs> allow me to do it again 
and I do it again, and I'm like, I'm holding it, and I'm like, again, can, while I'm holding it, can you just get it? The little apple comes up. I'm starts like, back, starts back up. Hello, apple. Hmm. I'm like, oh my God, you're so amazing. <laughs> what are you having for <laughs> breakfast? It's like, <laughs> totally like, you're a genius. Oh my God. I'm like, you are, and it starts up and it was fully charged. Mm-hmm. Something just happened. I don't know. Of course, while I'm traveling right. on the it last just like day. Had and like I have, a weird shutdown. And I have no other phone cords and I have no other access to the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and it just starts and yeah. it, everything was back to Turns normal back and my bank account was there. And he, cause he was like, you're putting all of this, this whole theory on your Starbucks app on your watch. Uh, yes. And my $53 was in there. Yeah. So then I text David and I'm like, I don't need your phone card anymore. I'm so sorry. Don't bother. And he's like, by the way, um, I just scared the bejesus out <laughs> of somebody in room 429, which is apparently not your room. <laughs> And I'm like, what? Because it's again, it's and it's still like seven a.m. my time. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, no. I opened my door, and I'm just like, he was already. Gone. I don't know where he was, but it was like four twenty-eight. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> I was literally just terrorizing multiple strangers everyone. in the hotel. Everyone, he's like, I literally everyone. knocked on someone's door, and he's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, and he's probably like a sweaty mess, right? Yeah. He's, and like, he's like, here's your phone cord. Here's a cord. No, the person's looking at. He's like, these eyes pop out around. <gasps> And then I'm telling the story oh later to the group. I'm like, $53, it wasn't there. And he's like, you have $53 in Starbucks? on your Starbucks? And I'm like, yeah, don't you? I'm like, <laughs> don't, I'm like, you're dwelling on the wrong thing. You too. <laughs> anyway, it's just, I had to say, thank goodness I'm married to like the most patient, smart kind. person on the planet yes. because I was melting I know. down. And immediately when you're like that, it is everyone's fault. <laughs> And that's what is cracking me up about it. When you told me this story, I was crying with laughter because I'm like, of course, it's David's fault that your cord doesn't work. He's got to bring you one. Yeah. And then I give him the wrong room. And then he's like out for a run and you're like, no worries. Okay, you're right. Yeah. I was like, you're running. That's run back to your hotel room and get me a cord. (laughs) He's also the sweetest person. So uh, after that, I feel like I need a cocktail and we have, uh, we have some really cool taste of Long Island. Um, first of all, to set chocolates, Halloween version. I love it. I I love to set chocolates and you've got these really cool. It comes with these cat eyes. This little Halloween display. This is so cute. This is what makes them most popular, I believe. Yeah, this we we've talked about them on Valentine's, but surprisingly enough, um, their their one for um, Halloween is actually their most popular. They have Franken cider caramel with graham crust. What? This cute little sour ghost uh, with super sour lemon. I'm gonna I totally have that in a minute. Brains enrobed, which is it's hilarious. It's like a walnut that looks like brains. Oh my god, it is so funny. So creative. Plums on fire with spicy plum, and then the dark heartbeat black sesame and strawberry oh my god i don't know which one i want i want all mm, of them i know um this makes a great party favor or host gift for somebody uh for the adults to enjoy while kids trick-or-treat that is the most brilliant thing is to just get this and bring it instead of you know so the kids are all going to be eating candy right you can have like sophisticated Sophist- amazing and delicious yes. um so order them at desettchocolateonline.com and that'll be in the notes so yes it out. love you Desette. thank you so much okay but we so also have a special halloween cocktail yes. that you can make make for your guests um but sharon i don't know anything about this Alyssa put this together Alyssa, this isn't got Alyssa written all over it all over it she's so adorable she did the sugar she, rim with cinnamon she's got the and rimmed, sugar yeah and then she told me how to make it she so said what just, is this yeah, so this is just cinnamon sugar and wait what are you saying Alyssa? Just put the apples and oranges in the glass normally you'd put it in a pitcher oh you normally put this in a pitcher but we're just gonna do it in a glass so these are like what they're apples and oranges that are cut up and are they marinated or something in cinnamon sugar they're they're like soaked in cinnamon and sugar and so, I mean, those smell, smell mm-hmm. already, those smell amazing. Apples? No, I'm good. I'm good. I got to save room for the actual beverage. I know. Um, and then it's, and then what's the rim? Is it just cinnamon and sugar rim? Mm-hmm. And or so you then, can use colored sugar, like if they have oh, like the enough, orange sugar or the purple Hold sugar. Hold on. And okay. then you got to add okay. ginger ale uh, or. So we're pouring red wine over it. Is it, a, what kind of red wine is this? This is Pindar. The Cab Sauvignon. Oh, the Cab. Okay, perfect. And so you just put red wine over this. So it's like a sangria. Yeah. It's like a Halloween sangria. Is that what it's called? Yes. Oh, I didn't even know that. And then ginger ale. Or you mm-hmm. can use apple cider. Oh, or apple cider. Mm, that's so cute. Oh, it's very festive because it's fizzy. 
All right, ready? Cheers, and thank you so much. Let's celebrate Halloween. Mm. Are you doing anything great for Halloween? I mean, it's on a Tuesday. Mm. No, I told you about that's still delicious. Yeah, this is amazing. This is amazing. You told me about your costume. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a big blow up mm-hmm. inflatable costume. I love it. I'm super excited. Um, no, we just do t- trick or treating. My little town does like um, they call it the ragamuffin parade. Mm-hmm. So they they start at one, they start in the village and then they walk up to the, the local park. It's, it's adorable. All right, Sharon, we have a very special guest on the pod today, uh, Josie Leader. Her name is Weird History Gal on TikTok and Instagram, and I'm super excited to talk yeah. to her. And uh, Josie, welcome to Long Island Tea. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to be here talking to you guys. Yay. And so what made you start to, you know, love and dig into the weird history I have been obsessed with researching urban legends and haunted places. I like it's one of my earliest memories of being on the computer, um, wow. finding websites that talked all about Long Island's like haunted places um, and the urban legends, um, and just being so fascinated by them. So as a kid, I wasn't going out and exploring these places. I still, it's kind of few and far between that I actually go to these places, but I have been to some of them now. Um, so. I've always been intrigued by things like that. And then as I got older, um, I actually did start writing fiction. Um, as a kid, I would write like short stories, but then as I got a little older, it became a more serious thing. Um, so I especially love to research those things as time went on because it would give me ideas for writing. So that was, that was essentially how I got into it. Yeah. And I, I want to talk about your book because I'm excited about your most recent book and when we're going to, um, I want to delve deeper into that, but so it's spooky season, which is why we're so excited to have you on talking about these crazy stories on Long Island and Long Island has its real fair share of these kinds of stories, right? Yes. Like I want you to talk about a couple of stories, but, but first, what do you think it is about Long Island that makes us so, um, I don't know, attractive to these kinds of weird stories? I don't know. I mean, we really, we have so many here. I feel like we're really like, uh, blessed. Like it's exceptional how, like the range of urban legends and haunted places that we have here. But I don't know. I've heard some people speculate that it's because we're so close to Plum Island. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. And you know, we also have so much actual history here and I think that's a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and so for our listeners that may not know Plum Island, can you give a little bit about what the, what your interpretation of that is? So, to be honest, Plum Island is something that I, I would love to um, delve into a little bit more. I, I haven't actually um, done too much research on Plum Island, but I know it's an experimental lab. Uh, like, they do bio experiments, um, and it's off the coast of Long Island. Um, it's right off of, like, where Orient Point is, like, in that area. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, something that people that are that know about um, Long Island urban legends, they're probably going to be familiar with the Montauk monster. And that was the, uh, I don't know, it looked like a pig. I think it actually was confirmed to be a raccoon, but it looked like some kind of uh, bio experiment that washed up on the shore of Montauk. And people did speculate that that came from Plum Island. So that's personally what I know about Plum Island. I should know Mm -hmm. more about the actual history, but I don't know too much. Well, that's that's the that's your next project, right? Yeah. But um, but yeah, yeah that some of the speculation I've heard a lot of stories about Plum Island and the animal experiments that go on there, and you know, and kind of how they were trying to preserve it, and it's very very secretive. So interesting. Yes. But so, but you do know a lot about Montauk and Camp Hero, and um, which is we've talked about before in the podcast, which is like the the Stranger Things. Yeah, the the premise for Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. So tell us about uh, a little bit about that because you were kind of the expert on that. So, yes, I, it's so funny. I went to Camp Hero one day in 2021 with one of my friends, and I was telling her all about the urban legend um, having to do with the Montauk Project. And that night I went home and I made that tick, that initial like TikTok that went pretty viral. And I was just not expecting it. It was kind of on accident. But yeah, essentially, um, so for upon seeing Stranger Things, I had no idea that it was based on something that supposedly did happen on Long Island. And then um, I did watch it right when it came out. I, I loved the first season. And delving into, I guess, researching a little bit more about Stranger Things, I was very intrigued when I found out, oh, it it is it is based on 
these experiments that supposedly did happen at Montauk Point at Camp Hero in like the late 1970s to the mid-1980s. And um, the story was alleged by Preston Nichols. He was a Long Island man. I think he was like from Brentwood or something. Um, And he was an electrical engineer. And I've watched videos of him. He does seem to have had a lot of technical knowledge. Um, I do think a lot of the story is fabricated uh, just because it's some of the allegations, uh, some of these supposed things that he claimed happened are like very out there, as you could probably tell even if you just watched Stranger Things. His consensus on what he claimed happened there, uh, because he claimed he worked there, was that um, experiments were done having to do with time travel, um, uh, mind control, um, all things having to do uh, with with that, uh, you know. Yeah, it, it's a crazy story, and I think th- what I heard was they actually wanted to call Stranger Things the Montauk Project, and the community Montauk was like, no. Yeah, they were like, absolutely not. Um, oh, we don't want to be I known for that. that. Yeah. yeah, so because demi gorgons are not real. Well, as <laughs> yeah. far as we know, I mean, let's be honest. We'll we'll find out what the the Pentagon, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. briefs said later. But you know, we I hope that I hope it's not real. That's all I can say. <laughs> but you know, that is such a it is a creepy but really cool. And something happened there. Definitely something went down there because there's enough stories around that. Sure. Yeah. And I love that you're kind of bringing it to light on your TikTok, um, which is Weird History Gal on TikTok and on your Instagram because it's it's good for people to know that you know, the history of what's going on there, whether, you know, and maybe to delve into it, maybe someday we'll actually find out. Yeah, you know, while while I was doing my research for uh, one of the longer, uh, the longer videos I've made about it on my YouTube channel, I watched this full Montauk tour that Preston Nichols did of the whole uh, base. And one of the things that I actually don't think is out there at all uh, that I did find very interesting was that he pointed out in one of the smaller houses on the base were these rooms with uh, like psychedelic wallpaper and they all had, I should have, I don't think I even included this in my video. I really should have. The way he described it was like Timothy Leary, like uh, really psychedelic wallpaper. And he was kind of alluding to that he thought that LSD experiments were done mm-hmm. in this in these rooms. And uh, I, you know, I don't know why else the wallpaper would be like that's that weird. on a bil- military base. Yeah, that's weird. And it's and the location of it is right by the Montauk Lighthouse. And it's one of the most iconic, beautiful pieces oh, of real beautiful. estate yeah. in the world. And it's just so crazy to think that, you know, I wonder what the, the location played into it. Like you said, the proximity to Plum Island, mm-hmm. the proximity to, you know, Montauk is known as the end of the world because it's the very end. And then it's the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really interesting, the location proximity of where that is, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. A lot could go on. But you also are, you specialize in other weird stories like the Gold Coast Mansions and Kings Park uh, oh Psychiatric my gosh, Kings Center. Kings Park and Pilgrim's Rest Psychiatric Centers are so scary. Tell it's, us more about those. Kings Park, um, I mean, I, I've never really been to Pilgrim State. I did make videos on it. I know both are apparently haunted. But Kings Park specifically, I believe it, it's, it was definitely one of the earliest. Uh, psychiatric centers that Mm -hmm. uh was uh started i believe in the united states but definitely on long island i know it was built i believe in the uh late 1800s it actually started and it started out as a farming community um and the uh premise was basically that uh they thought at the time that putting um psychiatric patients out in nature working on the farm would help their psychiatric health and then you know gradually it evolved uh like, uh, you know, like through the 1950s, they started doing lobotomies and uh, stuff that, you know, wasn't very ethical. Um, but there's there's so much history there. And it's sad that it's like in ruin now. Um, mm-hmm. But it is it's supposedly haunted. I've uh, personally never had anything paranormal happen to me there, I would say. But um, one one time, I, I will say uh, me and my friend were um, I don't know how many people have been across the street. Uh but there are, uh, I, they're not wards, uh, they're buildings where they would do more like surgical stuff and they're in the same type of condition as the, uh, you know, like building 93, like all the main buildings. And I actually do think that they're like redeveloping it now and making it a park on um, like the Nisiquag State Park or something like that. Um, but most of the buildings are in ruin. And we were walking around by one of, I guess, the surgical wards um, and there was a courtyard uh, 
in in the middle of the buildings and we did see these women that looked like they were like they looked like straight out of the 1980s and they had kids with them um running around and i didn't really think too much of it at the time i was like oh you know i guess these women are just bringing their kids here to play which is weird because it was like a like a courtyard with like overgrown sh uh, you know, like greenery and stuff it, in the same condition as you would think, like if you picture building 93 or something. So afterwards we both were kind of like that, that was really weird. Um, because again, they were dressed in like clothes that if I was to picture the 1980s, like that was how they were dressed. So that was a little weird. Um, I did go there when I was like a teenager and I didn't personally experience this, but one of my friends had said that he heard piano music playing. But I, you know, to be fair, there could have been a piano left in one of <laughs> in the, the area. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I've driven through both Kings Park and Pilgrim's mm -hmm. Rest fairly regularly. Right. Um, just because they're both main thoroughfares. Like mm -hmm. Pilgrim's, you know, Kings Park is you, you drive through it if you're going from Northport to kind of the Setauket Stony Brook area. And Pilgrim's Rest, there's a major like a. There's a major industrial park right there. Right. That's it's the number one way people come and go from their from their offices. And let me just tell you, the, the, the if for people that don't know, the people that listen to us from not not from Long Island, they are very tall buildings and mm -hmm. they're all red brick. And most of the windows are broken and shattered. Boarded There's up, graffiti, yeah. and it looks like when if I say if you've ever seen like what they used to call the Tower of Terror, mm -hmm. it looks like multiple yes. Tower of Terrors just in a row. It is. And let me tell you, I have not had necessarily a paranormal experience, but every time I drive through there, it's creepy. the energy mm -hmm. is weird and bad. Yeah. And there's a lot of, um, from the experiments that they did during those times, there's a lot of toxic, um, the, the ground, there's a lot of toxicity in the, in the soil wow. and they, it's, so it is. I think that's why it's left in ruin. That's they why can't they can't, they can't it tear it down because mm -hmm. it would cost so much to tear it down. Um, but my, and the other thing I heard, and you might correct me on this, Josie, but I heard that when they, when the state decided to shut down, um, Kings Park in particular, I don't know if the same was Pilgrim's Rest, um, they decided to shut down their psychiatric because it was losing too much money or it was too criticized or controversial. Mm -hmm. Uh, they just opened the doors. They just yeah. opened the doors and let people out. And then their residents just literally walked out. Wow and are amongst us. Wow. And yeah, <laughs> you know? I, I've read that too, and that some of them stayed there, and, uh, and you know, like, you can imagine what probably Spotted, happened. Like, like, that must have been horrible, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I definitely think that's where some of these supposed hauntings come from. Like, I haven't been to this bar to, like, ch you know, find out if it's true, but I've heard that at the bar, one of the bars across the street from the psychiatric center, um, there's a... I guess you could say an urban legend of like a woman in white going into the bar um, and they say that it was an, a, a patient. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is that is some crazy stuff that happened there. And then if you think about the Gold Coast mansions from the Gatsby era. Right. And and all of the history and drama and things that took place there and even Amityville, you know, the Amityville house located mm -hmm. here. I mean, you have plenty of material here on Long Island for you to for your next book, <laughs> exactly, yeah. for you to to glean from. But um, but I like the concept of your book that you wrote, and it's called. I want to make sure I say Finding Enevra, and yeah, yep, you. I think you describe it. it as like Stranger Things meets Cinderella. Yes. Wow. Yep. Um. <laughs> Tell us yes. about it. So the first book. Um. So the. The broad concept is it's about a group of friends in the present day who are discovering their connections to a lost civilization. Um, but the first book does focus on just one of the friends. Uh, her name is Lucy. She's a 17-year-old clairvoyant girl. She was born that way. And she's kind of develop, uh, grown up with this um, uh, like uh, mental attitude. Like she's like the black sheep. Like she feels very um, uh, jaded and like uh, alienated from her peers. Um, so in the very beginning of the book, she comes back in contact with a family that disappeared uh, from her life when she was a kid, and um, she meets the son in the family who's about the same age as her. She's like immediately kind of smitten with him, and um, she's obviously terrified because of her, uh, her past uh, to tell him that she's psychic, 
But then he has a very important family heirloom go missing, and she feels uh, like almost obligated to help him. So it comes down to um, the stakes of like, do I put myself on the line and admit that I'm psychic so I can help him, or do I, you know, um, go back into like self-preservation and not, you know, not help him? That's like the the broad the premise. premise. That sounds great, and it's sounds a it's a young adult, right? It's a it's a science fiction, but also young adult kind of genre correct yes yeah exactly i will say um so i'm like in the middle of working on the sequel um the books kind of grew up with me so the uh the second the second uh novel when it does come out is uh i i think a bit more serious like more adult um but this one i would 100 percent say it's very it's like a more like a young adult novel mm -hmm. Well, I love those. My daughters are going to love this book. I mean, I'm going to tell them about it because this is what they read. And then, you know, but I, I tell you, I read, I read young adult no. all the time. I, the selection, <laughs> I read all of those. Yeah. And um, I mean, if you think about like Twilight and Hunger right. Games. I mean, these are these are major. I mean, they, they're they're in a young adult genre, but really they're very compelling yes, for, for all ages. And so we're going to give away one of your books to our listeners, our hot teas. So, oh, my God. Um, That's so yeah, awesome. So, yeah, of course. No, we're excited. And plus, I'm hoping my daughter wins it because I'm sure she's going to want it. Um, and if not, I'll just have to get her one. But um, but it's great to have you as a Long Islander. And we follow your TikToks. And um, you, you really share some great compelling information that is, yes, it's spooky, but it's also based in history. That's what and, I love about it. Yeah, that's really cool. And it's kind of sharing exciting stories that intrigue people, but also share the history of Long Island. That's what we love about what you're doing. Oh yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I love that it kind of, uh, you know, it uh, creates connection between people, and um, mm -hmm. I, I think it's so important to know what's actually happened around the place that you live, and um, that's, you know, that's essentially why I, I share these things. Well, I think it's great because you, you'd probably be amazed at how many people drive by these historical places. I mean, every single person any, any idea. that goes to the Montauk Lighthouse, which is the number one place, they drive by. You drive right by Camp Hero and the majority of people have no idea what they're looking what at mm -hmm. or what, you know, what took place in that area. So we love what you're doing, Josie. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We're going to give away one of your books to our people. So follow our Instagram and, um, and make sure that you follow Josie uh, on uh, Weird History Gal um, on Instagram and TikTok. So thank you so much. Yep, Thanks, thank Josie. you so much. It was lovely talking to you both. Have a good Halloween. Okay, you too. <laughs> All right, thank bye. you. Okay, that was really cool, and I actually really want to read her book. So if you want to win one, make sure you're following our Long Island Tea Instagram. We're going to be posting up a free copy of her book that you can win. And keep your notifications on so you get notified when this post comes up. Exactly. There are a lot of events um, oh, yeah. that are that are going on. Halloween events. That's so cute. So Thursday, uh, starting Thursday, October 26th, the great jack-o'-lantern blaze we talked about at Old Bethpage Village Restoration. And then Halloween South American wine pairing at the mansion at Glen Cove. It's so fun. Yeah. Or am I supposed to read some of these? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Wild Play is doing the pumpkin smash, uh, the fourth annual pumpkin smash. And that's like their closeout. Event. Oh, is it yeah. on Saturday? Mm -hmm. um, okay, cool. And then the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is always so fun at the Suffolk Theater and the Suffolk in Riverhead. Um, and then the Catholic Health Amphitheater in Bald Hill is the Haunted Shopping Oktoberfest. So fun in Farmingville. Mm -hmm. And then we have uh, Vanderbilt Museum, Mr. Vanderbilt's Spooky Science Lab and Haunted Skies in Centerport. The Aquarium does their Haunted Treehouse in Riverhead and Cradle of Aviation Spooky Science Night in Garden yeah, City. So that's Friday. And then some of the stuff I was talking about was on Saturday. Mm -hmm. On Saturday, there's also the Selfie Clubhouse, which is the kids' Halloween party, which is, that place is so KO'd. And it's adorable. a great place to take your kids. Um, Hicks Nursery Fall Festival, which is in Westbury. And Ooh, what? This is fun. Sunday, October 29th, Long Island Restaurant Restaurant Week begins. I'm so excited yeah, for I'm, that. Yeah, I'm pumped for that, too. And then, um, what does this say? And then, oh, it goes until November 5th, the yeah. Restaurant Week. All right, cool. There's a lot of stuff to do. Halloween weekend. And then on Tuesday, you just go around and trick-or-treat. So we're celebrating Halloween. I'm excited. And we're gonna excited. we're about to leave to go on our staff outing. But before we do... There is so much celebrity. So much. Right like, now. So much. I, I think some weeks we struggle with finding some yeah, celebrity. Yeah, we're like, okay, so what's we're going like, on? Whatever. I don't know. But this week, it's slammed. Suzanne Summers. I'm so Can sad. I just tell you? I love her. I grew up watching Three's Company. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I loved it. Same. Um, 
she looked exactly the same. Gorgeous. Gorgeous, beautiful woman. And did you know, you know why she was kicked off uh, Three's Company? Why? Did you know this story? No. So after like four seasons, she was married to a successful businessman. I can't remember her her husband. They were together mm-hmm. over 50 years. They're the cutest they couple so cute. ever. But it was like four seasons. Three's Company was the number one show. It was wildly popular. Yeah. And, it, and there, it's called Three's Company. So it was about the three stars. Yeah. And she was making $30,000 an episode, and John Ritter was making $150,000 an episode. Oh, my God. So after four seasons, she said, I would like to make the same as John Ritter. Mm -hmm. I think I should be paid the same as him. And they were super offended by her asking that and ended up writing her off the show, kicking her off, (sighs) because she asked for equal pay. Wow. Which makes me love Suzanne Summers even more. Yeah, by the and way, and then she became like the thigh master. Then she made three hundred million dollars <laughs> selling the thigh master. Right? So, uh-huh, so much. take that. Yeah, Three's Company. I love Three's Company. You know, though. it's I loved it. I know, and she was. She, that's what you remember is her. Yeah, I mean, John Ritter, Janet. They, they were all yeah. great, but really, she was the breakout star yeah. of that show. Yeah, and uh, so she did, and then she went on with Thigh Master, which was so like. Step by step. I never step by step. Watched I wasn't. It. I wasn't. It was that your genre, uh, Alyssa. Step by. Like you know? Oh yeah. yes. Okay. 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 Yeah. But she she was great, and I I loved her, and I and she fought breast cancer. You know, mm-hmm. still breast cancer awareness month for twenty years. Yeah. And just just R.I.P. Suzanne Summers, and thank you for being a trailblazer for women um, in in the workforce. I, I have to say, I just love her. Um, also, um, we just got news. Uh, Bert from Rocky. Oh, uh, passed Bert away. Um, Bert Young, mm-hmm. who was, you know, Rocky's bestie mm-hmm. and a Long Islander. I can't think of his name. What no, no. Name? It's, oh, uh, what was his name in Rocky? Yeah. Uh, Paulie. 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 It was yeah. Paulie. I just literally watched all the Rockies with what did Brayden. Oh, he was his Adrian's brother. Adrian's, Adrian's brother. brother. Yes. I just watched all these. Adrian. Yo, Adrian. Um, <laughs> It's I met him. Sad. I met him one of I my met first him too. because we did a like a trade and he signed show. Our, yes, he signed he, all he of our went stuff. with us. Yeah. He he went with Discover Long Island mm-hmm. as like we did this whole Rocky themed uh, thing at a trade show and we had him Bert Young come and he signed autographs. Yeah. He was the nicest, coolest. Yeah. I mean, what a what an icon. And he just passed away at 83. Mhm. Um, and not to, in no way to belittle those two uh, iconic stars, but uh, Bobby Flay's cat, Nacho, also passed away. <laughs> Which, you know, Bobby Flay's cat had like a hundred and something thousand Instagram what? followers. It made me think of our, our good friend. Weatherman. Yeah, Weather the Jeff. Too. With the cat too. Um, but Bobby Flay made Nacho, his cat, like super famous, did interviews with him. He wrote his own cookbook. He has, his own, he has his own cat food, Nacho. That, wow. I mean, it was amazing. Like, That's who knew? Crazy. I know. I mean, so listen, R.I.P. you get attached to your pets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, other big celebrity news, by the way, just announced Billy Joel is going to celebrate his 75th birthday at Madison Square Garden on May 9th. I love it. You can go celebrate Billy Joel's 75th. Yeah. Uh, get your ticket. Get your tickets today. Those They sell every single concert he every does sells out. Yeah. Like, and within he, an hour. Yeah. He's actually being honored tonight, I think. Oh, yeah? Um, in Westbury. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he should be. Yeah, of course. I mean, Billy Joel, icon, 75 mm-hmm. on May 9th. Um, and there, there is just, there's so much celebrity going on. I mean, Jada? I can't, I know. I can't I know have another like, interview with another Jada Pinkett Smith. I can't. Well, so, oh, I'm trying to figure out, like, why it's such a big surprise that her and Will were separated for six years. It's so, That's Howard Stern did a great entire segment on this mm-hmm. and I can never do this justice the way Howard Stern okay. did but he was playing her interview with Hoda which was it, it, she's just it's so crazy how all over the it's fine look mm-hmm. you do you your relationship is yours but if you're going to write a book about it people are allowed to talk about it in oh, my opinion of course. yeah and the fact that she came out with this whole thing like we were separated we were emotionally divorced um not just separated but we were like spiritually divorced oh, stop it. Um, f- since 2016. And so then Hoda's asking her like, and Howard played this clip and it was so funny. 
because Hoda's like, well, you know, do you think there's another great love in your life or Will's life? And she's like, there's no great love. We're each other's great. Love. We're it. We're in a healing journey. We're healing. I can't. We're in a healing I journey. Cannot. And so Hoda's like, wait, so you're not you're not divorced on paper? She's like, there's no on paper. She's like, okay, like, but you're not spiritually divorced anymore. She's like, no. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Like what? 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 Right, like it's it's very follow, wacky. Follow the bouncing mm-hmm. ball. I can't. Yeah. No, I know. It's all over the place. And then like I was listening to an interview on Hot 97 the other day, and they were talking about how she was connected with Tupac. Mm. I never really Weird. put that together. And then how Chris Rock like asked her out on a date when they were spiritually divorced. Here we go. Mm-hmm. It's so all over the board yeah. because she's like, I thought it was a skit, the slap until our publicist came and I didn't know anything about it. And then yet I was listening to her podcast on Kelly Ripa. I love mm-hmm. Kelly Ripa's. And she says, as soon as we, as soon as we saw that Chris Rock was a host, my spidey sense went up and I was nervous. Okay. So then which is it? Right. Make you, up your mind. You, it's so, it's, it, Howard Stern was so funny, and because Robin was like, "Does does Will Smith know you were spiritually divorced? <laughs> does he have D- any he idea? Know? <laughs> oh my god!" And the funny thing is, Howard said it perfect because he was because she was like, "I just don't understand what this is all about." Right, like, right. You're divorced. You're not divorced. You write a book. And he goes, "He goes. Let me explain it to you. Uh, I got you know, I married Will Smith. We were spiritually divorced. Now we're back together. I wrote a book, Profit. Yes. I'm like, right, mm-hmm. exactly. So, listen, you know, this is." If I if I were to look at a toxic relationship mm-hmm. that you can get yourself into and and stay in for longer than you need to, if you're having this much of a difficult time knowing Explaining, if you're yeah. maybe like I don't know how good they are for each other, right, just exactly. both of them. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about them. I don't hang out with them. Right, we're not but, friends. But <laughs> I would say if if I knew somebody that was going back and forth in their relationship for that many years, mm-hmm. I would be like, maybe you need to explore other options. Yes, absolutely. Just make yourself happy. Jeez. It's exhausting. Those two. I can't <laughs> like, please don't bring uh, up. The, and Jada she's Pinkett. everywhere. Yeah. She's everywhere. And that's because she wrote this book. Like why? Yeah. Why do we care? Like, what's the relevance? Well, it's Here kind we of the same thing. It. We're talking about it. It's kind of like Taylor and Taylor and well, they have relevance. I know, but like, they're both stars. Everybody's super obsessed with it. Like it's unbelievable. I know. I love it. Um, so now they have like NFL sh- sweatshirts with the NFL logo and it says Taylor's version. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I totally want one. Oh, I'm, like, I can't. I'm here for it. And they're, they're like the biggest number one Halloween I'm costume. Sure. I'm sure. Is Taylor and Cassie. I'm Barbie. Right. Barbie's yeah. like their yeah, number Barbie, one. Barbie, Barbie, mm-hmm. Barbie. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, real quick. Any other, there's a ton of other celebrity. We'll have to get to it later. Mm. Um, we'll have next week. We'll catch up on all our shows that we're watching because yes. there's a lot going on yes. there. So Sharon, there's a new pepper. Mm-hmm. It's called pepper X and it's grown by Ed Curry, founder of pucker, Butt pepper company in South Carolina. He also created the Carolina Reaper, which was the record breaking pepper, hottest pepper in 2013. So he already had the record-breaking pepper, the Reaper, Fear the right, Reaper. Right, And now he has Pepper X. It says he cultivated Pepper X on his farm for over 10 years, crossbreeding it with some of the hottest peppers to increase its capsatch content. I and wonder if he's the one who's, like, tasting it. I, I can't imagine. But it's it's this one is more than 100... It's 100 million more units on the Scoville oh scale than gosh. the Reaper. That's crazy. I get it? Uh, why is this necessary why? in life? Because people is this are like necessary? crazy. And then it's like, um, like I said, I wonder who's tasting it because it's like a health thing. It's scary. It's I scary. can't even imagine smelling it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, on that note, make sure you tune in, leave us a review. Okay. We've got, we've, we went way over time. So if you stuck with us, thank you. Um, and buy Josie's book and make sure you follow our socials so you can win it. And uh, we'll see you next week. Tune in next week. The Long Island Tea Podcast is brought to you by Discover Long Island. For exclusive access to contests and promotions, follow the Long Island Tea Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And for questions, comments, and collaborative inquiries, email spillthetea at discoverlongisland.com.